Hey everybody, welcome back to Draco's Den. We are on episode 20. I know this is a little bit late. My timing is a little bit off just based on the episodes that were planned that had to um, have guests on them and be done. Um, there's some delay in some of those, but I'm working on it and that's why we're recording this podcast here today. But just to give a couple of updates in case people are wondering as far as how I'm getting through quarantine and the coronavirus and all that. Um, neither of my children are infected. I'm not infected. We, uh, I'm at home with the youngest, the 18-year-old, or the 8-year-old, I'm sorry. Um, the 13-year-old is still in residential, perhaps being moved at some point in the next couple of weeks to one that's closer to me, but he'll still be in residential. He will not be coming home anytime in the near future. And as for me and the eight-year-old, of course, school is out for the rest of the year, and I just had to sign off on the electronic learning stuff so that he can start attending virtual class and all that so that he has something to do while I work from home during the day from five to two my time. But that'll give him something to do, and he can stay on top of his learning and turn in assignments and progress and has someone that can actually, you know, teach him some of these things that I d either don't know how to teach or just don't have the patience to. Beyond that, you know, uh, the, uh, I don't know if I'll update everybody. The teenager, the 16 year old is actually gone. Um, after he did his little running away thing, he, um, I don't really know where he is actually. Um, I know he's generally somewhere in the in the vicinity of me. He has made a decision based on his previous traumas and being upset with his mother and not liking the fact that he stuck back in the system because of her actions. So he made a decision that he would just stay on the run until someone catches him. And that is his choice. It's a stupid ass choice, but that is his stupid ass choice to make. But um, as far as other updates, quick writing update. I am going back through and, and editing some of the books. I did remove all my books from every outlet other than Amazon. Um, I had to make that decision basically because Amazon is the only outlet I legitimately tend to make any real money from. And there are certain privileges that you get when you make your books exclusive to Amazon and, and you get a little bit more control versus when you publish through Amazon, but you also publish with everybody else. You don't have all the same control. You can't really run the free specials on Amazon and so on and so forth in the event that you want to do them or the discounts and all that. So now I can uh, do that, but I will be editing some of the older books just to catch some of the grammatical and typo errors that I've seen, and I'll be re-uploading them. Um, the second book will actually kind of be reformatted a little bit. Um just so it streamlines and reads a little bit better. Um, I had missed some edits on that one, and it's been bugging me for a while, and I had time to actually sit back the other night and do a round of editing on it. So it is with my editor, my brother Jeremy, um, and waiting on him to send me the, his edits back so that I can continue and go back and forth through the process that most authors hate the absolute most. In addition to that, I did start on the next book in the Dragon Hunter series. It will be uh, Adonis. I'm simply going to title it Adonis. I see no need to title it anything else. And um, I'll be working on that during this time when I'm stuck at home and working from home. Even though I'll be working, working, you know, I can feel comfortable enough to say I do customer service somewhat from home. So... When I'm busy repeating the same thing to a customer 30 different ways, I can be writing. Or I can just do it when I get off work. Whatever. So that's the updates on the writing um, and what's going on with us in the quarantine. Just a little quick update. But let's get into the meat and potatoes of today's show. Today, I have my best friend, Kit, coming on to discuss a topic that she's a little bit more familiar with. Keep in mind, I have before I get into this topic, I have been single for five years, but so my views, I guess, may be a little bit outdated. But I had stumbled across an argument people had had on some social media regarding whether or not it is cheating to watch porn while you're in a relationship. I have one view. My best friend 
had one view years ago, and she's going to discuss her feelings on it. I'm going to stick to my opinion because my mind ain't changed, and I don't ever see it changing. I mean, it's I guess it could be a minor issue if ever I entered into a relationship, but that's what we're going to discuss on this show here today. Is it cheating to watch porn while you're in a relationship? Right? So with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and bring Kit on, let her introduce herself, and we're going to get into this topic. There we go. There you are. God. Okay, so now that we got the uh, out of the way, you get to introduce yourself because everybody needs to know who you are. Oh, hey there. It's Kit here. Here to just share some thoughts and ideas and all around just have a good time. Yeah, that was briefer than everybody else does, but it works for me. Okay, so we know the topic. Everybody else knows the topic. So we're talking about the concept of porn while in a relationship. Is it cheating? Is it not? And you have a more unique perspective on it than I do because I've been thinking the same way for the past, I don't know, 15 years. <laughs> well, um, eh, I don't know. Uh, a lot of, it depends on the woman, I guess you ask, because I think uh, my opinion is probably a lot more popular with most women, uh, especially if they're in relationships or married, than for probably like single people or people who are like, you know. Um, but my perspective was, and, and I had to learn this because, of course, over the years of being married to my husband, I've been with him for 10 years. Um, so I'm like, oh, God, now I'm old. But anyway, um, but I've been for him, with him for about 10 years. And uh, what I have learned over the prospect of my marriage from where I started, where I started would be that pornography is a substitute for me, essentially when I'm not there, you're basically getting off to the idea of getting off to whoever you're beating your meat to. So whenever you're with, uh, whenever you're looking at somebody like Jada Fire, because, you know, some of you dudes, you know, your favorite porn stars by name. <laughs> you may look, you look up those particular people by like name and will, or, uh, and you, so you look up your content, you beat me off to it, you get your nut. And then, but you know, you're basically doing that to another woman with the idea or the envisioning of if I was fucking this chick like that's the idea that I see is like oh man this chick is hot look at her doing all this hot stuff if that were me I would totally you know be busting a nut all up in that so that's where it looks like cheating to me because I want to be the object of your sexual desire I want to be the one that you want the one that you desire uh, the one that turns you on. I don't there. I don't like the idea of there being any, just anybody literally who can turn you on because not only does that make me feel like um, what's so special about me then from that other side chick that you just looked at, that you just glanced sideways at while I was holding your hand walking down the street, like a meme. Um, but uh, what does that, how, how am I special to you? If, if any girl can just turn you on, if just any girl can just, you know, get a rise out of you, then what's that say about my level of attractiveness? And maybe that's, um, well, I guess, a bit of insecurity, well, probably a lot of insecurity, but um, it plays into that a lot. Like a lot of women will see that kind of stuff and be like, um, well, then I guess I'm not attractive enough for you or I'm not enough for you. Uh, the other part of it, I think, can be fear. I've heard some women voice that, like, they see the things that the porn stars do, and they're not comfortable with some of the things that the porn stars do. And then they, their husbands or their boyfriends will expect them to do the same thing, and they're like, I don't want to. <laughs> so there's that perspective about porn as well. Uh, I think when it comes to being in relationships so it's just a woman who wants to uh, for me it was just I just wanted to be the only one my husband desired and seeing him jerk off to any other woman in porn or anything like that especially or or to um, find out that he like you know had an episode like he joed while I wasn't home would be like oh so you couldn't just wait for me you just had to get that right then and there with some other woman via it was a video but it to me it's still another woman it's so that's where the aspect of cheating comes in it's cheating but it's not really cheating mm. okay so 
I'm not going to weigh in from the perspective of me being single because I'm single. Why the fuck should I care? My perspective comes in from when I was in a relationship and I can weigh in both from the hetero side and from the gay side because I'm bi and I get to do that. But my perspective on either side is really the same for me as a man. Okay. Part of it is a my particular case. Not every man feels this way, but this is for me. I do have a somewhat of a need for variety, but I legitimately only want one person. So I don't want the hassle of being a hoe like I am when I'm single. <laughs> I don't want the hassle of actually juggling a woman and a man at the same time. I never want that one. That's that's just too damn much. Or on, juggling Paul, three people. this relationship, you can get all the puss and all the ass. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, we, we know I, that does not work for me. I have enough trouble concentrating on just the one person. <laughs> it, for me, porn, because porn is unemotional and it's a fantasy. It's, I mean, one could say it's similar to the scenes that I write in my books, which are erotica scenes, which are okay. sex scenes. Like, I'm not the person having sex. I mean, granted, I might use my partner a time or two for inspiration for a sex scene, but it's not really us that I'm writing into that book. So it's, that's a fantasy to me. So is porn. And I like attractive people, men and women. Sometimes I watch gay porn. Sometimes I watch straight porn. Sometimes I watch bi porn. But for me, it kind of scratches that itch that I have when I was single of wanting variety. But I legitimately don't want to actually screw anybody else. I also am a bit of a voyeur. I actually like watching people have sex. This is legitimately just the thing. I'm not picturing myself as the man fucking the woman or as the man fucking the other man. Or as the men fucking the women and the men fucking the man. You get what I'm saying. I'm not picturing it that way in my head. Other men feel a little bit differently. Some other men, the fantasy is, you know, picturing them fucking that broad. That seems to be more on the hetero side than it is on the gay side, if I'm going to be perfectly honest. Hmm. Um, so you, got, you don't ever see yourself like in a, like a gay porn, like, ooh, that one's hot. If that was me, like you never ever like you like feel that what? urge or anything. Not not in that way, no. Like I have my favorite porn stars because I like their look, I like their aggressiveness or personality, or if I need a little romance, I know which porn stars to go to. Um, but I don't look at it as I'm watching the scene like, oh, I'm fucking him or I'm imagining fucking him. No, I'm looking at it like I'm watching one of my favorite porn stars fuck this guy or get fucked by this guy. Or fuck this chick. Or this chick is getting fucked by this dude. Whatever. You know, it, it's for me, it's it, it's more of a, a, an act of voyeurism that happens to turn me on a little bit. Okay. And, and helps me avoid solely using my own imagination to arouse myself and, and, you know, finish the job. Because, again, been single for five years. How the fuck do you people think I survived? Um, lazy. <laughs> so, Your imagination is lazy. I mean, no, see, I can use my imagination <laughs> and I can use my flashback memories sometimes. And that works sometimes. But when I really don't want to stretch that far back in history to pull out a moment that I found arousing that I was involved in, there's porn. It's readily accessible. I got all these electronics around here on which I can watch the porn, tablets and laptops and never the desktop because it's in the living room and that's just awkward when you have kids. Readily but, available. <laughs> that's <laughs> why I have the tablets and I have the laptop that are in my room, things, and then I have my phone. So for me, it's just never that I never look at it as I'm the person that's fucking this other person because I'm either I have to be attracted to both in order to watch the porn anyway. That's, that's my perspective. But okay. <laughs> well, I guess you have to enjoy what you're watching, so that makes sense. Yeah, and since, since, you know, it's just a thing with me, maybe it's a, a Libra trait or whatever, I'm a bit of a voyeur. I actually like watching this. You're not allowed and... in the house. <laughs> we hiding in my closets. Uh, no, I don't want to watch y'all. That's gross. I know you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's offensive. You don't have to be all like that. That's, that. That hurts. That hurts. Dude, 
Dude, dude, your husband looks like my ex. No. That's not my fault. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm afraid that I could never legitimately watch that because I would be like, it looks like Anthony fucking my best friend. I kind of want to die. No. Oh, God. I'd want to die too. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) But. From the board aspect, I actually like watching attractive people, whether they be male or female, engage in sexual encounters. My other part of this is I understand the reality behind the porn, you know, the hours that it takes to film a scene, the fact that this is a porn is meant to be a fantasy. It's meant to cater to your fantasies. What I see them do, I don't necessarily want to do. I might find it hot, but I don't want to do it myself. There are certain exchanges and mouths go in certain places that I'm just like, nah, that that crossed my line. I really don't want to do that, but it looked hot to watch. Yeah, see, that's kind of the fear aspect I was talking about for some women, like uh, the the porn where, like, say a guy totally, like, completely makes his entire cock disappear down a bitch's throat and people are just like, and and I'm just looking at that like, I hope you don't anticipate that being me because I have a gag reflex. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how 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 far you're gonna get, but I can promise you, it's not gonna be as appealing when you when it's not. It's gonna get gross. So, like um, those kind of things that happen in porn, those kind of like unrealistic expectations that are set, and then um, the idea, of course, swirling around in in your head because, of course, you're a guy, and if it's hot enough or turns you on enough, it's gonna be something that you want to try. And then women have to meet that, that standard. Women who are like typical average women who don't swallow dicks for a living have to <laughs> live up to deep throating expectations. It's scary. <laughs> but see, here's the, the thing that I have with that. Because that I understand that viewpoint, but I have a counter to that. Okay. Those of us that have been a little bit more active throughout the course of our lives have probably tried having sex while watching a porn and emulating what you see on the porn. And I have to say from my experience, it never works. Okay. It does not work. And if you've done it once or twice, you can, you figure that out and that's no longer what watching the porn is about for you. You realize that you can't really keep up with that porn nigga either. Like (laughs) most men have to come up with the realization. First off, not every man has porn star dick. You don't have porn star size dick. You don't have porn star stamina dick. So you have to have that realization. Now, while I do have stamina, I I know my limitations and I know that I can't go and do what they do in that 40 minute scene and some of the positions they do and manage to maintain full arousal because now it has gone from being interesting and me being caught up in, in who I'm with to I'm trying to emulate what I see on TV and this is now work. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm not getting paid for that work. So it becomes infinitely less appealing once you try to follow behind a porn to do what you see exactly in the porn. Which is one of the things I also learned while I was married too. Yeah. Porn does set unrealistic expectations. And if you ever try and emulate that, you realize really quick why they are professionals <laughs> and you're just here to watch because um, trying to copy those angles, trying to go for that long. And hell, you might not even need that much time to just enjoy each other and just get around off and be done. Like some people can, some people are done in 15 minutes. Some people are done in 30 and that's okay. But if you're one of those people that's like 15 minutes or 30 minutes and you go, ha- you're trying to go for a whole hour. Cause that's how long the scene is. Like, <laughs> at this point you're just like are you enjoying it uh yeah daddy that's how i like (laughs) (laughs) at that point you're just like okay we're just we're just phoning it in we're not even enjoying it at this point and what what's what kind of sex is sex if you don't even enjoy it so basically but then uh, you know i look at it uh, further you know since I understand that porn is a fantasy, like it, that's all I've ever really used it as. It's a fantasy. It's the same as reading a book to me. It's entertainment. And for myself, when I was in a relationship, it's not like I was one of the people that would sit around and watch porn while my significant other was home and able to do stuff. Like if my dude or my broad is sitting right there with me, yes, I have watched porn with them, 
like just because they wanted to try it and, and learn the hard way, they probably shouldn't do that again. But, you know, I'm not going to have them in the living room watching TV and then I go in my room like, well, you know what? I feel like uh, watching some porn. No, you know, before I had kids anyway, I would probably just get naked, walk in front of them. But like, yo, (laughs) we need to uh, make some things happen here. Now that I have kids, that shit's out the window. But that would that would be more realistic to me. Porn for me was a, a pastime for when my significant other was not around. Like I'm at home, like when I work night shift and my, uh, my ex, when dumbass junior used to work, um, day shift, Mm -hmm. we worked opposite shifts. Okay. Well, I'm home during the day and I'm now horny. I'm not going to go fuck anyone else. Although I should have. So no, be good (laughs) to hell with that. He was cheating the whole time. But anyway, since I'm not going to go fuck anybody else, because unlike him, I actually understand what loyalty was. I would pull up the computer and I would have watch men live porn, get my issue off, and I'm good, right? Well, he had a problem with this originally. He had a problem similar to what you discussed. He felt like my you know, attraction should be solely on him. He took that a little bit extreme. And, you know, he felt that it just wasn't fair. Oh, okay. Well, I felt the same way too. Like for a while it was it was kind of a strain between us. Like I was trying to like to be honest, I was trying to tell myself to just accept that this is just something that guys do. But then the longer I was with him, the more it started to bother me because I was just like, well, I'm well, and and it like popped in my head like the yeah, idea is well, maybe if I do something extra or maybe if I wear this or maybe if I do this like he won't need it anymore. And eventually he he has stopped using it altogether. And when that didn't happen, I was just like, am I not enough for you? <laughs> so, um, but eventually we had to sit down and have that talk. It, and I think that's something that couples should do. Um, eventually sit down and have the talk about like what you use it for. Because for Tez, he's, he literally was like, it's a tool. It's just something I use when I'm really crazed horny and you're not around. And that's it. It's not like something I don't want to be with this person. I don't want to be with this individual. Uh, If I saw this individual walking down the street, I wouldn't be like, yo, come in my house. Let me bang you real quick. It's just a tool that I use to bust a quick nut and just be over it so that I'm not sitting here all horn crazy, like for most of the day. And a part. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's understandable. I can't. That's generally how I, I did it, and that and how you felt was how Junior somewhat felt. Now I can go into the weeds there because, of course, again he was fucking around on me the entire time. Right. So I, how can you get mad that I'm quote unquote cheating on you with porn and you were cheating on me with a real person? But whatever. Yeah. But the discussion I had to have with him was basically what I just had. I was like, dude, look, this is my pastime when you're not here, and my dick is suddenly hard, and I'm by myself, and I can solve this issue. Okay, I don't do phone sex, so it's not like I could call you on your break at work and get off on that one. No, he, you remember Junior's voice. His voice was in no way arousing. <laughs> and I don't get off on phone sex anyway, so it's like, I can't really call you. I don't really want to see, I don't need, I'm not going to be one of those people that tells you to send me nudes because I see you naked on a regular basis. I know your body better than you do. I don't fucking need that. And jacking off to a picture is weird to me. So... Porn is there. It's like, okay, I'm bored. I'm horny. You're not here. I don't want to go fuck anybody else. I'm going to watch this porn. I'm going to get this issue off. And then I'm good. His original complaint, though, was a little bit different than yours. He tried to complain and say, well, when you watch porn, we don't have sex afterwards. Uh, Okay. I had a counterpoint for this one. Because A, that was bullshit. (laughs) B, even if i did not have sex with him that day there would be a reason behind it one of us had much more stamina than the other one shall so, i guess who <laughs> you can yeah, or you can guess who so there was a problem that wound up needing to be solved because of the porn later which actually made me cut back on it because the first time that he that he 
threw up this argument or whatever. And he's like, you know, you watch porn or whatever. So you've already had one today. And I'm like, okay, so what's stopping you from getting yours? We can still do what we're doing now that you're here. The problem with that is um, after the first nut, they get progressively longer. Now, I tried to tell the dummy, just worry about yourself. And I did this for a reason because I knew this was going to be a long one for me. But he didn't want to understand that. So then we had one of those sessions where we go for two hours and he couldn't take it. And in this case, he was the bottom. I was the top. So two hours in, he finally taps out and is like, no, I, I can't take no more. This is too much. Okay, I warned you. You should have just worried about getting your nut and left me alone. So, but then, you know, there, there came that issue where he's like, okay, but we know now that I can't go for two hours. I don't particularly care that you couldn't go for two hours. I've already got one, but okay. So I, I cut back a little bit, but I always maintain, you know, if I'm bored and I'm by myself, you're going to be gone for several hours. I don't see the problem with it. I didn't see it as cheating. I saw what he did as cheating because yeah. he was actually cheating. Yeah. So, so that's completely, that's a different clear difference there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, but what started this whole, you know, discussion or brought this back up was I was scrolling on Facebook and I saw an argument or a discussion between mostly women with some men chiming in, but a woman felt that it was disrespectful and it was cheating for her boyfriend or whatever to watch porn when she wasn't around. And I'm like, as long my feeling on it at this point is this, because there are some people that overdo it. As long as their porn watching does not prevent you from having sex at all with them, as long as they don't choose to watch porn in place of having yes. sex with you, I don't consider that it cheating. Very now, if if you have that person that all they want to do is watch porn, like all like the time, the, the kind of guy that's like, when you're like, hey, honey, you want to do something fun? And he's like, not now, honey, I have a headache and goes downstairs to watch porn. That's the guy <laughs> yeah. who's got a problem. Now, see, that would be to me where the porn becomes not even I don't even know if you would necessarily call it cheating more. To me, it would be more so neglect, neglect, like, like you're so an addiction because you're neglecting it's an addiction but it's neglect because you're neglecting the person that you're with for this pastime that you really don't actually need you know and you're devoting all of your time to it so now your spouse is legitimately like has a legitimate reason to feel like they're unwanted because every time they offer every time they're in the mood they're in the mood even more often than normal and they're not getting anything from you because you would rather go down in the basement close the door and watch you some porn yeah. on your computer well now you know that that makes them feel insecure because now they're like okay wait a minute is it just that the bitches in the porn are hotter than me like am i not enough like the questions that you had become a little bit more valid in a situation where you know the spouse is legitimately Right. And that's porn. that's kind of what every I think that's every woman's worst fear is like we catch you guys watching porn like when we're not or we find out you're watching porn without us around. And then we think of how often we're not around and how many times out of the day you're watching porn, because, y you know, there's the stigma that men like it's it's funny. I was looking up like studies of of like the effect of porn on the male mind. And I thought, first of all, that it was sexist, that there wasn't a study about porn on the female mind. So, because <laughs> females watch porn too, but whatever. Um, but then uh, about how how for men it can be such because of the hormones that get triggered with pornography, um, it can be it can become an addiction for them. So in our women minds, we see porn as competition and potential danger because eventually the porn is going to take our men away. <laughs> Because all the hours that they spend while we're not there watching porn whenever they want, and then whenever we come home, what's left for us? Like every woman fears the day that she comes yeah, home and, I, and her husband is just like, or her man is just like, nah, you know, and rolls over and doesn't want her, then all the fear rushes right into her mind, all the insecurities. Yeah, I mean, and obviously, like, it, it can kind of go both ways too. Now, I don't know very many women that watch a whole lot of porn. I know women that watch porn. I know plenty of women that watch porn. I don't know 
too many that would border on obsession level or, you know, addiction with it or else would question it at all. But I will say within the gay it's much of a divide because yeah well more because you know you have one side that's more moderate like me that's like okay it's porn whatever i'm not there i'd rather you watch the damn porn than screw around on me then you have the others that have the same insecurities that women have are like yo am i not enough for you i mean can't you know can you not wait until i got home the answer to that question whenever i'm asked though is a real smart ass one the answer is no okay dick got hard while you weren't here and you weren't going to be here for six more hours. I solved the issue, and you, I mean, if you wanted some that night, you still got some. But I think the important thing is afterwards the fact that you make sure that your partner's needs are still attended to. Because sex isn't all about just selfishly getting your own nut. It can also be about pleasuring your partner and making sure they're satisfied as well, which is something I did appreciate that my husband did do for me on the days where he did, you know, watch porn. If I had the need, if I was still like horny and I still wanted, you know, to have fun, then he was like, well, sure, I can, I can treat you. And I would think that everyone would kind of be down for that because if you think about it, he, he just basically gave you a free ride card. Do all the things and you don't have to worry about him busting a nut for at least 45 minutes <laughs> to an hour. <laughs> so like you get to have all the fun you want. You don't have to work for anything. You'd be selfish. It's like your one time you actually get to be selfish about sex, which I don't think most men would mind anyway. Pretty much. I mean, in my case, I, you know, it, it didn't bother me to go to my spouse. I'm like, okay, well, you know, this is all about you right now. Like, and depending on the significant other that I've been with, they've been a little bit slow on the upkeep. So some of them just took that as, oh, okay, well, you want to please me tonight, which sometimes I have those moments. But sometimes those moments came about because I've already watched porn and or have had one or two nuts that day. And I know that I'm working on nut number three or four and you're not going to be able to, to handle this for the next fucking four hours. So here you go. Let, let's let you get your issue off. And you're satisfied. You feel loved. I actually did love you because I actually bothered to do this. Everybody's satisfied. Nobody's feeling insecure. Enjoy yeah. your sex. Yeah, exactly. Everybody's happy. Everybody bust the nut. That should be the point. But I noticed that most yep. of the people that I saw in those discussions did not have this discussion with their spouse at any point. They're just sitting there in their feelings. And again, most of the people that were in this thread were women that were agreeing that it was cheating anyway. And the men are just like, no, nah, you know, this is why he could be doing it. And most of the females in this thread weren't trying to hear it. But Again, you know, when I got involved, I'm just like, did you actually ask him what what's the appeal for porn? Did you ask him when does he watch it? Why does he watch it? Did you ask any questions? Did y'all have any form of discussion? Have you offered to watch it with him? What did you do other than sit there and mope in a corner and have him sitting there wondering why you're so upset and he'd been having a good day all day? And the answer for these girls was they had done nothing. That's what they did. They sat there and they moped around and walked around with an attitude. And then they post on Facebook, like asking this hypothetical. And of course, the boyfriend is probably somewhere looking at the status like, seriously, you couldn't have just asked me this. We had to put this on the book for everybody else to debate about. And I think they, they she just kind of missed that important point of have a discussion with your significant other before you try to make issues public in your little effort to get back at him, embarrass him or make him feel what some of what you're feeling. Why not just have the discussion and see if y'all can come to some form of compromise on it. That's my opinion on it anyway. Yeah. But my question to that is like, um, Oh goodness, I had a question. <laughs> Shit. Oh, my question for that is like, um, is I wonder if that's just do you think that porn is still an awkward topic for people to talk about in general? In the straight community, yes. <laughs> okay, I guess that I guess that must be what it is. Because like it's funny because it's it's never an issue until, you know, feelings get involved and then only then do we actually bother to talk about it. But 
it's something that we should generally be talking about. It's not like it's a it's not like it's a secret. We all know there are people who watch porn, and when you find out your uh, your partner watches porn, I think the first question is like, oh, why? Uh, what do you find interesting about? Like all the questions you were just talking about before. Yeah, and the um, I understand the insecurity because um, a bit of the insecurity mostly especially from like black women is usually because you know the porn stars have those bodies and like those looks that we will never probably be able to accomplish for real uh so maybe in that regard women can feel a bit insecure about it um and don't like it because that's how it's cheating i think that's how i usually that's usually the vibes i kind of pick up from that from our community when it comes to not liking porn yeah. And it's just like you you could just like if you just want me and you find me attractive, you should just save all that for me. You shouldn't you shouldn't beat your meat to anything else but me. Yeah, I can see that. And I noticed there's a bit of a difference too in the gay and straight community because while in both communities you're kind of shamed for, you know, watching the porn, the gay community we were like, dude, we're shamed for who the fuck we exist as. So fuck you and your opinions on porn. But I noticed the difference. Yeah seems to be to me you know the shame kind of carries over a little bit on the straight side so it still seems to be a little bit more taboo there whereas every fucking thing on the gay side was taboo anyway so we don't give a shit we talk about it openly like and for the gay side a lot of gay men especially i can't speak for the gay women but for the gay men a lot of their first interaction or knowledge of how gay sex actually worked was porn Unfortunately, some of them never evolved past the porn as an education for how the fuck sex works, but that's a whole nother topic. But see, actually, that's a topic I could still address. I don't think that's well, one of the problems I feel like is that we see porn as such a threat when we really shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Like, porn is a way to explore a lot of avenues about ourselves that we may not know or may not discover until we see an example of it. Some people like, I mean, there, there's even educational porn out there. If you want to learn how to do fellatio, cunnilingus, safe ways to do BDSM, how to tie up people, or even just need an introduction in the role play and how that's supposed to work. You can find porn about that. Or you can even just look at porn that kind of features those kind of things. Hell, even porn is a form of entertainment, like Rocky Horror porn, the Pirates of the Caribbean porn. Like, <laughs> you can literally look at that stuff for just sheer entertainment. Or just sheer laugh. There's so much uh, that's missing, you know. There's there's this fear and stigma that's wrapped up in porn that I feel like the moment we shake that off, it won't be such a big deal anymore. If if we all just acknowledge it for what it is, it's just entertainment, or it's a tool that can open your eyes to something you might actually find enjoyable. Yeah, I mean, but you just kind of, from my experience interacting with people when it comes to that, it's just like. I can see that difference of, you know, the gay side, you know, they get, they were used to porn because more than likely the first time they realized two men could have sex, what they did was they went on the internet and they found them to gay porn or somebody sent them to gay porn. And that's like, Oh, okay. This is, and this is how they at least got their introduction into how sex works for the gay side, straight side. I just noticed it seems there, there's that shame attached to it. And it just kind of passes down from the older generations. Like, oh, well, porn is such a dirty thing. Whereas, hell, half the damn people that I come across in the gay community want to, you know, shoot their own porn now. You know, you, you know the, the thing with the OnlyFans accounts now. There are so many. And there are so many that really need not do this because they're not as good at it as they think they are. But <laughs> with the advent... More as attractive. With, with the advent of these, uh, you know, these cam services and, and, and now, like I say, the OnlyFans is the most popular one that I see now. So many, of, especially on the gay side, are just like going for it. And then the women too, the hetero women too, you know, have discovered, okay, there's money to be made in being a quote-unquote cam girl. Now some stop it at just mm-hmm. the strip teases and all that, and then some girl right on in porn. But I just noticed on the gay side, it's so much more accepted, I guess. Uh, it happens. Anyway, point I was making though. Um, yeah. It just seems that the, so the point, um, I was. Yeah, the, the aspect has just gotten Go so much um, freer on the gay side, where you know they just we've gone into the avenue of doing it ourselves, whereas 
I see more straight couples struggle with this aspect of porn and cheating than on the other side of, of the bridge there. Yeah, but I, um, and the question that I was going to ask following that statement was, um, I don't get, I don't know, because of course, I'm, that's just why I'm asking, but relationships do matter, right? Like, it's not like so much porn or so much sexual, like, it's not so sex oriented, I guess, or sex gold in the homosexual community as like, are relationships still cherished? I guess is what I'm really trying to ask. That depends on who you ask, honestly. Like, we've gotten a little too caught up in the hookup culture, I feel. And when you add in the idea that we can engage in hookups, record said hookups, and get paid for it, there's a little bit of desensitization. I know a couple of of gay couples that do it as a couple, and they only do each other on their videos, which that seems cool to me. And they're totally devoted to themselves. They don't invite anybody else in. They just let you watch them have their form of sex. Voyeurism. Yeah. So, I mean, (laughs) it it just kind of depends on the level of maturity, just like it would on the straight side with the people involved. Um, I'm obviously more relationship oriented. I ain't had none in a fucking year. So, and and don't seem to be getting any anytime soon because I ain't in a relationship. Um, But of course, you know, I still get approached and I get some off the wall ass offers sometimes. I even get approached by some of the people that run their little OnlyFans thing like, oh, well, do you mind being recorded? Yes, I mind. Yes, I definitely mind. Yes, I don't want to be recorded. Thank you very much. No. (laughs) (laughs) That's just my thing. I'm like, I have kids and what I don't need any of my kids to do is at some point in their life be scrolling on the internet and see a vintage porno of their dad. No. Yep. I don't want that either. <laughs> not my, not the life I want. No. Yeah. And, uh, oh my goodness. Like that is what makes me so glad that I did not grow up in like the technology of to, like now, like right, right now, like when technology was still fresh and nobody knows how to like keep recordings of that kind of stuff. <laughs> oh God. Cause I'm just like, Oh my God. I hope nobody, I hope nobody has anything like that on me on the internet. Yeah, I, I mean, I look for it. Me. I look for it, especially when, you know, Tumblr still had its no, you know, its adult stuff and all those exposure blogs. Yeah, I used to every now and then have to stop and catch and make make sure that the ass that I saw didn't belong to me. Right. You know, and once yeah. I verified that it didn't have the birthmark that I have on my ass, I was like, okay, that's not me. Thanks. Exactly. And I can move on with my life, but, you know, the gay community, I, you know, now when I deal with it, it's harder to find someone, especially in St. Louis, that's on the relationship aspect of it. But it's a, it's almost, sadly, inspiring to see the gay couples that do the OnlyFans porn stuff that stick with themselves, just the two of them every time. Because it's like, I mean, they were porn stars before they got together, so that's their thing, and that's how they make their money anyway. But now they're porn stars making their money and only messing with the same person every night. And they don't have to have these discussions about whether porn is cheating because they're making the damn porn. <laughs> That's their loophole out of it. Ah. But yeah, in, in the end that porn and in the end, like I said, porn was just like mostly just wrapping up what I ended up learning over the years of being married is like porn will never replace your partner. Like if there was anything I would say to those women that were talking in the chat about how he's cheating and how it's inappropriate, I would say that porn is never a replacement for you. He can never replace you. Like at the end of the day, what does he do with porn? He pulls it out for just 15, 15 minutes or so, whatever, and he busts his nut and he put it away. How would you feel if he did you like that? The report, you should realize at that point that porn isn't really a threat. It's just something that he has. It's something that he uses. If he's not hurting anybody with it, if he's not neglecting you while he's using it, if he's still catering to your needs, then what are you, what are you worried about? What are you obsessed about? 
And your man usually wants you for more than just your pussy. Like we want to, uh, we want to complain about how you don't just objectify me. I'm more than just, you know, my body or whatever. But then, you know, what, then why, what else is he there for? to be with you if yes he loves your body yes he loves having sex with you but what other reasons does he stay with you for like there's more value to us than just our bodies there's no value to porn other than the bodies so like basically all porn is for is sex but you the woman are there for much more than just sex which is why he will always come back to you which is why we never should feel threatened by porn in the first place. I agree. Because, yeah. I mean, if you put it, if you put an ultimatum to me and I really give a shit and you say, well, it's either you get to watch porn and, and break up with me or you stay with me and we have sex and you never watch porn again, well, I'm going to choose the second one as long as, again, I give a shit. <laughs> like, right. if we're not that deep in the relationship, I probably don't care. But, you know, if I'm with you, I've I've made the we've got the label so I'm your boyfriend all right so once I slap that label on I'm loyal if you really press me on it I'm a bitch about it I'm gonna point out the multitude of ways in which I think it's fucking stupid but if you press me on it I'm gonna say okay fine I'll give up the porn because clearly I love you this is just a, a pastime you're who I'm actually trying to spend my life with oh god that even sounds foreign coming out of my mouth now <laughs> no one just stop. <laughs> you just, just haven't said it in a while. That's all. You got to dust the words off. Just dust them off a little bit. <laughs> it, it it tasted a little wrong coming out of my mouth, but okay, whatever. You get the point. Like, <laughs> it, it, but all seriousness, if, if it boiled down to an ultimatum, and a man actually cares for you, he's going to choose you over the porn any day. Exactly. exactly. If he chooses the porn over you, he doesn't love your ass anyway. Right. To be honest, <laughs> that says a lot right there about your relationship. Or if he, or if he literally acts like he can't live without it, like if he can't even make a decision because he's like, "I love you, but I can't live without it." Then at this point, we need to be like, "Okay, so you need some therapy. <laughs> you need to be a doctor. <laughs> you got, you got, you got some issues going on there." Uh, yeah, but sounds like some deep-rooted problems, my dude. So yeah. All right, so I mean that pretty much wraps it up. So I guess we both, in this case, we both agree that porn is not actually cheating. No, I don't think it's not. From my experience and being in a marriage for ten years, what I've discovered is porn is, at least for my husband, just a tool, not an obsession, not a replacement. It is just a tool, and uh, now it's something that we use on occasion together. So, yeah. Nothing to be threatened by. Ah, ultimate happy ending, which I could not have provided at the end of this because I'm single in this bitch. God damn it. (laughs) 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 You can always give yourself a happy ending with some porn. I give myself quite a few of those, to be quite perfectly honest. So, yeah. But you had the happy ending of being in a relationship, speaking on this, and y'all can actually watch the shit together. Works for me. Happy ending. I yeah. think that 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 wraps us up for for this one. Glad I could bring my input. And you will be back in future shows. I shall. I'm glad shall. you understood that this was optional. Ready <laughs> <sighs> then? And with that, that'll be Kit signing out for this evening. Ready. All right. Bye. Okay, and there you have it. We're wrapping up this episode here. First time I get to have my best friend actually be on the show. And I'm going to, one way or another, hustle her into other topics that she has, uh, you know, information and she can definitely speak on. Because she's my best friend, so she's pretty much obliged to do this. But also because I know we have these types of conversations fairly regularly and it's about time that we actually record them and have other people weigh in on them too because we have long deep conversations frequently and have been for um somewhere around 16 years 17 years somewhere in there so that brings us to the end of this one though and i'm 
going to go ahead and, and wrap this up. Uh, we do have more shows coming, so Kit will be back on future shows. I have my god sister planned for a couple of shows. I'm pretty sure one way or another I'm going to get Butterfly Bricks to do a couple other shows with me. And one of my cousins wants to be on too. Also, I might be able to get Kit's husband in on uh, one or two of these shows. So... That being said, I'm not sure which topic I'm going to cover next. It just kind of depends on whether I'm speaking on something solo or whether I have gotten people together at a arranged time to record the next show. But there will definitely be more guests to come, more topics, more some fun, some deep. We're definitely going to do that uh, trauma episode Um uh, and that might be a multi-part uh, episode or a series too, just because I have several people that I know can speak on growing up with trauma, dealing with your own trauma, and raising children who have had trauma or have a traumatic background and the way that we manage to make our way through it. So I got a couple different people that I know can speak on that one. So that might be a, a, a series in addition to the Fuckboy Chronicles because as more people come forward with Fuckboy stories, we're definitely going to speak more on that one and do more parts of that series. And we can just do that whenever someone else has a new Fuckboy story to share because, especially nowadays, we could all use the laugh, the entertainment. With that being said, this is Draco. I'm going to go ahead and sign off here. Keep in mind, if you have suggestions, questions, comments, anything like that, send those to me on my website, dracosden.com, or on Twitter at dracosden, or Facebook, or Instagram for that matter. All the same handle. And if you have any questions or suggestions, send, send those to me. If you just want to leave me a voice recording to comment on something on the show you have that option on anchor also if you want to support the show there's a link to that in the description feel free to support the show those that do support the show get first dibs on topic suggestions and questions being read on the air i know i haven't been doing as many questions lately but it's because we've had such in-depth shows that i haven't had time to get to any questions maybe i'll get to some in the next episode might do a Q&A episode next. Never know. That being said, I'm signing off. I'll catch you guys later.